Rabbi, it's been a great pleasure. What a joy to still be involved in so many ways and to be able to keep up relationships. It's a gift that keeps on giving each and every day. I'm so lucky to have you as my senior rabbi. And and to know that you're always there. You have no idea what a gift it is and you are to me. This is a sacred moment because unlike Jacob, who awoke from his covenantal dream and said, God was in this place and I did not know, we know that God is in this place in this moment. We know it in a myriad of beautiful ways. God's presence is felt in the congregation's anticipation of officially welcoming a new senior rabbi into its midst. At Shari Tzedek, such a moment occurs so rarely that its meaning and significance are multiplied immensely. And when that senior rabbi happens to be Rabbi Joel Simon, a man who is already loved and respected by the congregation, the pageantry surrounding his elevation tonight for all of us becomes so much sweeter. God is also present in the joy that fills the hearts of Rabbi Simon's family. What a blessing, Joel, that your dad, Ron, could be here with us and could live to see this day and that he could be joined in this simcha by your brother, Josh. Now that you are a parent, you know what it feels like to experience the joy of seeing your own children grow and succeed. This night, I know for him, is a dream come true, a true dream that is only, that is only tainted by the sadness and regret that your mother, Vicky, Vicky of blessed memory, could not be here as well. Though I suspect that in some way, as you always tell our bar mitzvah students, when they are at a beautiful moment and a loved one has passed, she already knew that a night like this would eventually come for you. You always gave her the gift of making her proud. And she told me more than once. Okay, if she told me once, she told me a thousand times. <laughs> How proud she was of you. Her spirit fills this sanctuary and the hearts of all of us who knew and loved her. And Jason, I know that this moment for you probably feels like sitting in the vortex of a tornado. <laughs> Within the last five years, you've experienced a marriage, a new congregation, an installation, the arrival of two children, three major moves, three more unwelcome moves, <laughs> seven houses, an oral surgery, a new old congregation, another installation, and no time to sing about a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> All revolving around an overachieving husband named Joel. As you know, Jason, Judaism does not have saints, but if it did, you would be the first in line for beatification. 
Being the wife of a rabbi can be challenging at times, but you have supported your Joel and your congregations with grace, good humor, and warming, accepting smile. We are always so happy to see you, and you make us all feel so good. Thank you for allowing us into your life so quickly and for embracing us with your sincere love. Thank you both also for being such good parents and role models. Eva and Judd will grow up loving Judaism and the congregation and your own rabbinic family because you and Joel surround their lives with unqualified love for the two of them and for each other. Eva and Judd have already brought great fun to this congregation's life, and we cannot wait to watch them grow and all the fun increase. Best of all, we can tell how happy you are for Joel and how proud you and your family are of him. How special it will be for you to stand with him in just a few moments on this bema, where you stood for your wedding to see him installed as Sharad Zedek's ninth senior rabbi. I feel the sacredness of this moment in my heart too. Joel, you already know how Donna and I feel about you. For these past 11 years, you have been my friend, colleague, teacher, mentor, calmer, partner in crime, listening ear, cheerleader, counselor, and most of all, my rabbi. I want you to know that we were once described by Rabbi Rosenberg at Congregation Beth Am like an old, bickering married couple. <laughs> you never know how you appear until you see it through the eyes of somebody else. You've been there in my good moments and in my trying ones. I always trusted you, and I knew I could get sound, insightful advice when I bounced ideas off of you. I knew I could confide in you and that you would be my rabbinic partner in every way. I always have felt free to disagree with you because I knew you would be thoughtful and fair in response. And I always knew that you would put the welfare of the congregation that I love first. I admire the rabbi you are, the rabbi you've become, and the down-to-earth person of integrity you never swerve from being. I am honored beyond words that you have asked me to the congregation and to this moment in the congregation's life and in yours. This moment is also sacred because being free of anxiety, we are able to enjoy it with pure pleasure. In one of my favorite movies called Forrest Gump, Forrest repeats one of his mother's favorite sayings. It is, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That concept with its attendant apprehensions certainly describes the feelings of a congregation 
when it gets ready to install a new rabbi. Yet it all doesn't always have to be that way. And a Hasidic rabbi named Bunim explained why. He used to tell a story to his followers the first time they visited him. There was once an impoverished man by the name of Reb Isaac Binyakil of Krakow. He lived in poverty for many years, not knowing where his next crust of bread would come from. Still, Reb Isaac had implicit faith that God would not let him starve and that one day his suffering would end. One night, he dreamed that there was a highly valuable treasure buried under a specific bridge in Prague. At first, he paid the dream no attention, assuming it was mere wishful thinking. After all, who doesn't dream of riches? But when the dream repeated itself night after night after night, he began to reconsider. Perhaps there was something to it. Could it possibly be true? So he set off for Prague, a long and tiring journey, only to discover that the bridge was right near the royal palace and thus heavily guarded at all hours. Soldiers marched up and down, alert, ready, looking for any sign of danger or unusual activity. Digging under the bridge was clearly out of the question. He was disappointed. But Reb Isaac was not going to give up that easily. He returned to the bridge day after day, until the guards began to recognize him. And soon they became curious. Why do you come to the bridge every day? One of them asked him. Were you waiting for someone? Rabbi Isaac knew they wouldn't believe some half-hearted excuse, so he told them about the dream. The guard listened, threw back his head, and laughed heartily. You came all this way because of a silly dream? You fool! I had a dream that a certain Jew named Reb Isaac ben Yakil has buried treasure in his own backyard, but you didn't see me going on a wild goose chase. Of course not. And he laughed uproariously. Meanwhile, Reb Isaac hurried off to buy a ticket for the first train back to Krakow. Now he knew where to look. <laughs> Sure enough, when he arrived, he immediately went to his own backyard and began digging at the hard dirt. And to his great joy and astonishment, after some effort, he uncovered a chest of gold. He used the money to buy a magnificent synagogue which bore his name, and with the rest of the new money, he built himself a home. And I might add, free of spores. <laughs> when Reb Boonham, side story, <coughs> when Reb Boonham told this tale to followers who had traveled from far and wide to visit him, what was his message? The followers understood. You don't always find what you're looking for traveling to a distant Hasidic court. True spiritual treasure can be acquired right here at home. We at Shari Tzedek can celebrate tonight without any apprehension because we know how almost every chocolate in the box called Rabbi Simon is labeled. That's because our congregational leaders 
starting with Richard Egnitz and many more were involved, were wise enough to follow the dictum in Deuteronomy, which says the law of God is not too far away from us, but in our hearts and mouths, if we will only take them. For they, our leaders, chose to look for our new rabbi, our treasure in our own backyard. And that treasure will help us to continue, like the story says, to build a magnificent synagogue in God's and Rabbi's name. I came to know Rabbi Simon's sympathetic heart the day I was scheduled to interview him in Tampa. Many of you do not know the story. Donna's and my grown son, Stephen, was suddenly hospitalized in Orlando. And I had to miss the interview with the man who might become my new assistant rabbi. I will never forget Rabbi Simon's words to me. He said, don't worry about me. Go and take care of your son. I'll be here when you come back. And if not, I will make all the time we need to get to know each other. And once again, he was true to his word. I learned that Rabbi Simon was above all a peacemaker, which is so critical to a congregation's well-being. The first time someone responsible to him slipped up, I heard him say, I've done that myself a thousand times. Let's see how we can make this work. I learned a lot from him that day. Instead of finding fault, Rabbi Simon finds solutions. Instead of becoming involved in drama, Rabbi Simon calmly listens for the pain and then skillfully soothes it. By meeting agitation with praise, fear with quiet confidence, and fire with an extinguisher instead of an accelerant, Rabbi Simon builds a happy congregation, one person at a time. You cannot measure the priceless gift this is to a congregation. He's one of the few people who I can say no to, and you can say no to, and he tells you these are the boundaries, and you go away still feeling okay. Our leaders turned to Rabbi Simon they knew because they also understood the power of his sermon. I don't have to tell you, we Reformed Jews live in an age of turmoil. Some congregations have difficult, some congregants have difficulty believing in God and prayer. And so one high holiday, Rabbi acknowledged the struggle, accepted the validity of the doubt, and then suggested alternative ways of discovering the latent spirituality that is within each of us. In another sermon at election time, when congregants were at odds with each other over the candidates, imagine that, <laughs> Rabbi deftly redirected the focus from the candidates to what was the real danger, which was the fear that both sides were feeling. Deal with your fear first, he said, and then worry about the candidates you might find that you're not that far apart. In so speaking, 
Rabbi gained universal agreement over the truth inherent in that concept, which then allowed everyone to go home feeling more at peace. Few at the time realized how brilliantly Rabbi had sidestepped controversy in finding, in the favor of finding commonality. But it was just another example of the Rabbi Simon magic being buried in our own backyard. Rabbi is an exciting and challenging teacher for people of all ages. A pastor who listens for the meaning behind the words a scholar who never stops learning, an ever-present presence for those in need, a fun-loving and funny guy who one day decided on a whim to drop everything we were doing at Temple and go to a Rays game during the middle of the week and then have the nerve to tell congregants we saw there that we were on a field trip. <laughs> I just stood there and trembled in, dis in disbelief and said to myself, that's why we have Yom Kippur. <laughs> Rabbi is a philosopher, a dreamer, a great fundraiser and team builder a reformed traditionalist or re traditional reformist, depending on the day, but always a sincere and practicing Jew. And he can be the community rabbi while still being the guy next door. He is everything a congregation could want in a rabbi and a friend. He is, in Forrest Gump's words, the whole box of chocolates. So you never have to wonder what you will get, because whatever it is, it will be sure to please. For more important to him than anything else is the desire to love you as God made you. And so I close now with a true story about Rabbi Simon that I have kept close to my heart and cherished for all these 11 years. He may not remember having said this to Donna and to me, but I will always remember it as I have this long because it meant so much to me and means even more now in retrospect. Rabbi had just completed his first Rosh Hashanah service at Congregation Shari Tzedek and given a well-received sermon that morning. Donna and I invited him to join us for dinner that evening after a hard day of praying. Joel was in the back seat of the car. As we drove down West Shore and approached the light at Kennedy, Joel from the back seat said so that I could easily hear, I can't thank you enough for bringing me here. This is a place where I think I can be successful. No brand new assistant had ever said anything like that before to me, and it made me feel appreciated beyond words. I thanked him for saying that, 
and then tucked it away in case a time came one day when I could repeat it to him. Well, that time is now, and I just did. <laughs> Joel, Rabbi Simon, thank you for coming here and making us a better congregation and me a better rabbi and person. Thank you even more for realizing so early on that Shari Tzedek, with its rabbi-loving congregants, just might be the fertile ground on which you could let your ideas, ambition, caring, and dedication grow to fruition. God has given you many extraordinary talents, spiritual, musical, leadership-wise, pastoral, but because you chose to make Shari Tzedek your own backyard, that has made all the difference for us, for you, for your family, and for the Shari Tzedek congregation of generations to come. The success you predicted for yourself here 11 years ago has become a reality, and you have become our treasure because of it. I could not be more pleased than to welcome you as Congregation Shari Tzedek's next senior rabbi. You've earned that right and deserve all the honor that comes with your elevation. May God be with you in all your endeavors, and may we continue to be blessed by your holy life.